Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage. You're listening to Radio Rounds, a talk show created and hosted by medical students and physicians in training, where today's stories are told by tomorrow's doctors. I'm your host, John Corker. Coming up on today's show, Radio Rounds host Lakshman Swamy sits down with Dr. Tony Brew, Director of Residency Education at the Boston VA Healthcare System. In part two of our series with Dr. Brew, he explains the unique benefits of training and working in the Veterans Administration Health System. In addition to the, the patients themselves, uh, the community of physicians, nurses, technicians, uh, even the people that work in the cafeterias and janitorial staff, they're all invested in uh, being a part of this. And it creates a level of happiness that you know, I experienced to some degree at every place that I've worked. But I think people who work here really want to work here. And their primary focus is ensuring that the veterans have tremendous care. More from this insightful conversation about providing health care at the VA right now on Radio Rounds. Welcome to Radio Rounds, everyone. I'm John Corker, and I'm excited to be back with you for yet another great story. Last week, on the one-year anniversary of the Boston Marathon bombings, we respectfully re-aired our conversation with two medical students who helped treat victims of the bombing while on their third-year surgery clerkships at Boston area hospitals. It was certainly a great reminder of all the brave first responders who first embodied the Boston strong spirit that has gripped an entire city since that day. This week, Radio Rounds Lakshman Swami explores a different consortium of Boston hospitals, the Veterans Administration Healthcare System. Dr. Tony Brew is an internal medicine hospitalist and director of residency education at the Boston VA system. Dr. Brew spends part two of this series sharing with Swami the many unique benefits of providing healthcare to our nation's heroes at the VA. Welcome to Radio Rounds. I'm Lakshman Swamy, and I'm here at the VA West Roxbury in Boston, Massachusetts. Sitting across the table from me is our um, esteemed teacher and physician internist, uh, hospitalist here at the VA, Dr. Tony Brew. Uh, Thank you for having me. Now, as I mentioned, we're here talking at the VA. Um, we've talked a little bit previously about your educational experience. And, you, you know, previously you have trained uh, extensively in, in New England, at Brown, at uh, Beth Israel Deaconess up here. And, you know, now you're working at the VA. But you've, you've also gone to uh, Northwestern, I believe, in Chicago. That's right. Before we jump in and talk about the VA, what was working at those big university academic centers like? I enjoyed it, is the, the short answer. So I spent uh, three years as a resident at Beth Israel and absolutely loved working there um, and jumped at the opportunity to take a job as an internist hospitalist uh, where I spent my first two years. I loved Beth Israel because it is a place where they're really driving innovative quality and patient safety initiatives. And it was fun to be involved with the work of people like Julius Yang uh, and others who are really at the forefront of some of this stuff. It was bittersweet leaving, and, and I left to go to Northwestern in Chicago uh, because my wife is in Chicago, and I had to and, of course, wanted to be close to her. <laughs> and I'll say that for people who've 
considered going elsewhere? And so I, I'm finishing residency. Should I go to another hospital? I'm finishing medical school. Should I go somewhere else for residency? It was invaluable seeing another hospital system, even for simple things like what they use for DVT prophylaxis. That's, medications are different. But also the systems, the way that they handle things like flow through the emergency department, uh, admitting schemes. You get so used to one system that if you are only in that system for your career, it's, it's actually difficult to think creatively. But seeing uh, the way Northwestern handled things really has opened my eyes in a, in a positive way. And I absolutely love my time at Northwestern, but when the position here at the VA opened up, I, I couldn't pass it up. I had been seeking an opportunity to come back to the VA after having spent one year here as a chief resident and absolutely loving that year. Um, that I, I jumped at the opportunity. What really, what made that such an exciting opportunity for you? So I, I find that the clinical medicine at the VA to be especially rewarding. Taking care of patients at Beth Israel and Northwestern is and was uh, tremendously rewarding and exciting. But the patient population at the VA um, is obviously unique. Um, veterans are tremendously appreciative of the care that that we provide to them and I find it rewarding on a daily basis when I take care of veterans to hear their stories um, to thank them for their service and to be a part of ensuring that they have the care that they deserve the population is uh, tremendously difficult at times but that also makes it rewarding as well I think a lot of us have that same experience working at the VA where patients are generally very fun to work with. They're very responsive. They're very engaging. They're very cooperative. And, and like you said, grateful, which is ironic because really I feel like we're the ones who are, you know, grateful to have the opportunity to take care of them. And I, I, I don't just say that. I mean, because, it's, you know, you can say that and say they're veterans. We take care of them. That's great. But when you actually hear their stories, and uh, at least in my, my uh, perspective, when, you know, I just took care of someone on the neurology service who had a traumatic brain injury in the past and now has a seizure disorder. And due to uh, he got a GI bug, he was throwing up, couldn't take his medications, was seizing again. And I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this person and I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, he had this TBI because he hit an IED because he was really on our behalf. And so I think that changes things a lot when you take care of these patients because it's it's easy to say it and think of it on the surface. But when you really engage with them, you hear each person's story and the kind of sacrifice that they've really made for us. It's, uh, it is very rewarding to take care of them. And I think that in addition to the, the patients themselves – uh, the community of physicians, nurses, technicians, uh, even the people that work in the cafeterias and janitorial staff, they're all invested in uh, being a part of this. And it creates a level of happiness that um, you know, I experienced to some degree at every place that I've worked. But I think people who work here really want to work here. And their primary focus is ensuring that the veterans have tremendous care. And I, and I, I believe that and I feel like I experienced that. You know, what I've said to people at times is, I've worked at two very large hospitals and I would have thought that coming to a quote government run, uh, bureaucratic hospital would feel like the biggest of them all. 
but it, it feels far more like a community hospital than anything. Um, I can walk down the hall and find my um, infectious disease consultants and uh, oncology consultants, and I, we all know each other by our first names. And there's a sense of trust and camaraderie that is really fantastic. And when I talk to them about patients that we're caring for together, there is that sense of, you know, let's be sure that we do what's what's best, what's what's right by this person. And that, it makes you want to come to work every day. And I wanted to go to work every day, every place I've worked, but there were certainly days where I was just overwhelmed with fatigue. And I get tired and fatigued here, but uh, I, I want to come in every day. I, re- I do. I want to be here. Hearing a lot about the patients is, is certainly a big part of, I think, why a lot of people work here, as you said, physicians and um, everyone who works here. But let's take a step backwards and talk about the education here, because a, a big part of your role here is as an educator. Um, so what is it that makes teaching at the VA kind of different than at those uh, big university settings? One of the big differences is that, uh, at least compared to the two places I've worked previously, many of the attendings, many of the senior staff who work with residents are not just uh, internists. And I use just not in a pejorative sense because I'm an internist. But we have the senior clinicians who are really experienced and who have been attending on the medical service for, in many cases, decades, but who may be a subspecialist. That is not something that I experienced uh, with as much frequency at, my, at the other uh, places that I've worked. And I think it is a benefit here. We want to showcase the people who have proven themselves to be good teachers, and they needn't be internists to be good teachers. You can absolutely be uh, Raj Goyle, who is uh, a master gastroenterologist, has been working at the VA for decades, and continues to work on the general medical service and the residents love working with him you know certainly he has a specialty he knows a lot about gi illnesses and dysphagia and you will not get through the month with him without hearing (laughs) about some of those things but he's also an internist um and that is he'll with that he's able to provide the insights that i think a lot of other people can't it's it's interesting working with attendings who have a different kind of uh, additional background as well. I've worked with some um, oncologists and palliative care doctors who are working as hospitalists here and uh, attending on our service. And I think what's interesting is that not only do they uh, have that specialty, which they bring to play when appropriate, um, but also they're really interested still in things outside of it. And I think that's what's, what's exciting is that they don't just say, oh, well, you know, this isn't a cancer patient, so just do whatever you need to do. They're they have an excitement almost about learning again about those things that they treated so much in the past and now. You know what I mean? That's I think that's absolutely the case. I think people like Raj, uh, use him again as an example, when he comes on service, he looks at it as an opportunity for him to be a learner again too. He, you know, he's there to, to teach and he's going to teach, but he will fully recognize that he's going to learn from his residents, his interns, and his medical students. And he is a lifelong learner. I think when you go to the teaching conferences here, uh, and we have one teaching conference um, that's called the Medical Forum, uh, where we have master clinicians who go through their thought process on a, on a case, um, a, a veteran case, that conference is, that room is filled with 
uh, other attending physicians who are there because they want to learn. Um, and they ask questions, and they're invested in getting as much out of that conference as possible. And that certainly happens other places, but um, the community feel, you know everyone in the room, it really is uh, heartening to see. Um, the, the, the VA, even though it's a huge, enormous place, really, again, feels like a small family hospital. And I, and I really, really appreciate and enjoy that. When I first came to, to this particular VA and started working here and went to the conferences and really in the Med Forum especially, I think the thing that was striking was that there was a feeling of really just a love for medicine, uh, everywhere. You know, people were just, like you said, attendings who had no kind of vested specialty interest in the case would be there and be kind of raising their hands and asking questions. It was kind of like an inverted M&M in a way where people were just so excited to get involved and jump in uh, and kind of dig through, pick the brains of the attendings sitting up at the front. Yeah, and I think that's absolutely the case. And when I'm when I'm attending on service here, I feel like I can concentrate on um, you know, the, the things that are most important. Um, the primary importance is ensuring that the patient gets the care that's a, that's best. Uh, and then secondarily, I want to ensure that my team gets the uh, optimal educational experience. I feel like I am afforded that opportunity here. And it's hard for me to say why it, it feels so much, quote, easier than it has been at other places. And it's not the patient load. I don't think it's the patients themselves, but there's a sense that things that I'm actually able to concentrate on those things. And it makes the the time on service, at the end of those two weeks or four weeks, you're tired, you're exhausted, you're ready for, for lack of a better term, a respite. Um, but you still also feel rejuvenated. Another interesting aspect about working at this particular VA is the combination of various residency programs in the area here. Now, you're kind of a unique player here, uh, in at least in my eyes, because you are the VA here, but there are people, you know, there's residents and attendings uh, and fellows and everyone from from uh, my institution, Boston Medical Center, from the Brigham, from BI. Um, does that, I, I certainly from my perspective, that adds a lot. It's a lot to hear, like, you, you know, kind of a mini version of you're going to Northwestern, hearing some fresh thinking and things like that. But what's that like for you to work with, let's start with these attendings who come from all these different institutions and have been coming here? It only adds value. When I am on a team, for example, with oftentimes um, a Boston Medical Center resident and then maybe a, you know, a BI or Brigham intern, there'll be teams where you'll have all three institutions represented. And then you'll have a uh, either Harvard Medical School or, or BU medical student. And then you'll have a VA nurse practitioner. So you'll have upwards of five different places represented all on that one team. And we specifically engineer the teams to allow for that. We could pretty easily create teams that were all Brigham, all BI, and all BMC, but we've specifically not done that. Um, for a variety of reasons. One is we we don't want to create insular environments where you know all the BMC people are huddled over here right. and all the BI people are huddled over here. But also because, as, as you alluded to and as we talked about in a previous segment, you learn a lot uh, 
by learning about how other people do things, right? So th there is a you know typically a standard of care for things, but the standard of care can still vary from hospital to hospital. I I, I may, for example, um, at one institution handle inpatient diabetes in one way, right? I may always stop oral anti uh, or oral hypoglycemics and put patients on sliding scale insulin. You know, another institution, I may continue some and put them on long-acting insulin. And the third, I may stop them all and not put them on sliding scale and put them on long-acting. The, the point is that different places actually have different cultures. And you're going to learn from uh, other people's cultures when you're on the same team together. And that, and I, I think, and you alluded to this, and I, I think you were being honest, uh, I think the the residents appreciate it and enjoy it. They they like to be on teams with other people. So you know, Doctor Brew, just any closing thoughts on what it's like? It's just different about teaching at the VA. I wouldn't necessarily call it different, but the thing that I uh, that I appreciate the most is the ability to focus on it. Um, and I, I think it's appreciated by the residents. It's appreciated by the faculty. The number of times that I've had faculty come up to me and say. You know, Tony, that the chief resident really ran a great M&M conference or really ran a great medical forum conference. That's rewarding. Um, and then the, the people who are my supervisors, I, they are absolutely invested in ensuring that the educational opportunities here are not just good, but are great. And the, so the way I have um, thought about my job and the way I've uh, mention it to other people and they say, you know, what's your overarching goal? What I tell them is my overarching goal is to create an educational environment for the, the residents and through that also the medical students uh, to create one that is so rewarding that people are clamoring to come back despite having to take public transportation to get here, despite the fact that they add miles to their car, and despite the fact that it is a, a, it's a different environment than they're used to. I want them to say, you know, all that having been said, at the end of my month, I learned so much and I feel so rewarded that I want another one of those blocks. Great. Thanks so much for joining us, Dr. Brew. Thank you very much. That was Dr. Tony Brew, Director of Resident Education at the Boston VA Healthcare System. For more information about a career at the VA, visit www.va.gov backslash health. Remember that you can download podcasts of all past episodes. Just search the iTunes store for Radio Rounds or visit our website. You can also contact our team via email, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. All of that information at RadioRounds.org. Of course, for all of the medical students and residents out there who may be interested in contributing in any way to Radio Rounds, please do email us at contact at RadioRounds.org. We also wanted to mention that although the entry and essay portions of this year's MedPlus Advantage Global Health Challenge is now closed, you can stay in touch and get all the updates on the next phase of the contest by following at MedPlusADV on Twitter or visiting their website at www.MedPlusAdvantageGHC.com. Production made possible in part by MedPlus Advantage, providing group disability and life insurance to students and residents through participating educational institutions. Visit us at MedPlusAdvantage.com. AMA Insurance is pleased to introduce an individual disability insurance plan called Essentials for MedPlus Advantage participants. 
Through this plan, eligible graduating medical students have a special one-time opportunity to apply for high-quality individual disability insurance with no intrusive or time-consuming medical exams and only a few basic questions, and with discounted premiums. For more information, visit medplusadvantage.com. Please remember that the views and opinions expressed on Radio Rounds are not representative of the views and opinions of the partners of Radio Rounds. Thanks for joining us, everyone. For our entire staff here at Radio Rounds, I'm John Corker, and one day, I'll be your doctor. <laughs>